Today we're going to finish Law of One, Session 26. Last week we did the first half. Session originally was received February 17, 1981, 33 years ago. Re-listened version. <clears throat> um, we're concluding Ra's uh, explanation or teaching regarding human history for the last 75,000 years. And let's see how long it takes for our talking this time but it may be that uh, I want to do a real quick summary, as I've said in the last few classes, of um, what I put together on the PDF and what's called ET and Earth Contact Brief History from the Raw Material uh, Chronological Timeline. Maybe I'll be able to do that at the end of today. Uh, but we'll try to, <clears throat> I know our time is a little shortened here, but I'll try to pull this together in 45 minutes or 50 or so. So in session 26, um, initially, uh, there's some discussion last time we talked about sources, complete sources, sources of information regarding the Law of One offered by the Confederation in the last 3,000 years, uh, since the time, you know, since the withdrawal after the Orion and Confederation interventions in um, Egypt in <clears throat> the time of Moses. Uh, Ra said that there, there really hasn't been any full or cannot be a full transmission of Allah of One because it's really beyond language and it includes everything <laughs> and it's an experience. You can't, you know, it's not a concept, it's a reality. So to put it into concepts, uh, obviously, is, um, is, is going to lead to, um, uh, is a partial presentation. You can't, you know, <clears throat> you can't, you can talk about sweet, but only when you taste it, you know what sweet or sugar is. You can talk about sugar, but you have to taste sweet to know what we're talking about. So uh, there's some this there's some understanding of the law of one in the Bible, in the New Testament, in the Old Testament. <clears throat> and um, Ra talked about Jefferson and Franklin being wanderers uh, who offered thoughts or ideas containing idea, you know, the concept of free will or liberty or human rights. That um, <clears throat> more wanderers came in after that time. Some discussion of Lincoln as a walk-in and uh, Tesla and Einstein and more information coming from the Confederation and then the misuse or the negative use of that information. <clears throat> uh, we don't have to go over that ground again. We have before and, and I will uh, in a summary. And so <clears throat> uh, the new material today uh, begins midway through the discussion of the Confederation metaphysical uh, assistance given to the people who died in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And Ra explained that uh, the, the force of nuclear detonation has the potential to disarrange the spirit complex, body-mind-spirit complex, three energy fields or three terms for or a triadic energy field of uh, our beingness evolving in time and space. <clears throat> uh, they were able to do the integration of souls or spirits to make sure that uh, those who suffered the death that way 
uh, could continue with soul progression. So 2622, Ross says, the use of intelligent energy, transforming matter into energy, nuclear detonation, is of such a nature among these weapons that the transition from space-time third density to time-space third density, or what you may call your heaven worlds, is interrupted in many cases. Meaning, uh, the normal death process of going from 3D physical to 3D non-physical, 3D space-time to 3D time-space, uh, can't happen as, uh, as it should. Uh, because of this uh, disarrangement of the highest level of energy fields. And I'm sure that Orion knew, you know, that that was one of the intentions for Orion guiding human scientists to devise nuclear weapons, which is to destroy portions of the Creator. You know, Orion does whatever is bad, whatever is ugly and deceitful and wicked. That's what they do. And that's the human Illuminati who... Uh, uh, or subaltern, subaltern to them. They do the same thing. Uh, Ra explains <clears throat> how they um, work with them. 2623, Ra said, those who were destroyed, not by radiation, but by the trauma of the energy release, found not only the body-mind-spirit complex made unviable, but also a disarrangement of that unique vibratory complex you've called the spirit complex, which we understand as a mind-body-spirit complex, to be completely disarranged without possibility of reintegration. So when Ross says mind-body-spirit complex unviable, they mean physical death. <clears throat> when they uh, talk about disarrangement of the spirit complex, that is a much more esoteric um, disordering of that energy field. Ra said this would be the loss to the creator of part of the creator, uh, and thus we were given permission not to stop events, but to ensure the survival of the disembodied mind-body-spirit complex, meaning mind-body-spirit complex, us, <clears throat> um, without physical body. They said that they did that in these events of, of Hiroshima Nagasaki, and then also they were, and, and by way of that, they lost no spirit, no portion, no holograph or microcosm of the macrocosmic infinite one. So here we have a list of synonyms uh, for uh, the overall mind-body-spirit complex. Uh, mind-body-spirit complex in the disembodied state may be called a spirit. Uh, mind-body-spirit complex is a portion of the infinite one like the wave is a portion, could be called a portion of the ocean, a holograph because the septinate, the, the septenary, the sevenfold nature of bi-body-sphere bi complex, seven chakras, right? Seven energy fields associated with the seven chakras. Those seven energy fields associated with the seven chakras can be understood as the triple form of body-my-spirit complex. So you can arrange the seven into a three. That's the point. It's the it's the three which is a seven, <clears throat> or the seven which is a three, and the three is ultimately a one, and the one is ultimately a void or a totality or infinity, and that's uh, the path of return. <clears throat> and so mind-body-spirit complex can also be thought of as a microcosm of the macrocosmic infinite one. <clears throat> and... Um, there are Hindu paintings that show all portions of the body 
as the location of deities, that the body is as a heavenly uh, realm for the deities. And the different chakras are associated with different gods and the different uh, sub-chakras and points along the body and regions are associated with, uh, with the seven-dimensional system as a whole. That's very interesting. And Ross said, uh, 26.4, that they accomplished this through our understanding of dimensional fields of energy. The higher or more dense energy field, meaning six density being higher and more dense, will control the less dense. <clears throat> control means has, um, has power to, um, to manage, to uh, determine, determining, you know, has a determining authority over um, less dense energy fields such as my body spirit complex. My body spirit complex is not the form of beingness in six density or higher. The three has become a one at the level of the law of one, late six density awareness or consciousness. Um, <clears throat> Ross said that I'm not going to read Don's questions because I'm trying to go a little fast here. 26-25, that the death by nuclear war or nuclear detonation is more traumatic than, or, you know, what Don, what Don is calling entrance to the heaven world or astral world by, uh, or death by a bullet or normal means of dying of old age. Uh, you know, <clears throat> Don is, you know, many people... They say, if it's not black, it must be white, right? Well, it's not black, it must be white, right? So if you're not, if you're not with us, you're against us, right? This, this stupid human thinking um, is endemic or rife among humans. Uh, just because it's not uh, up doesn't mean it's down. Just because it's less, you know, <laughs> just because Ra could... Um, help these souls to maintain their integrity as a soul, as a spirit, as a mind, as a unified or integrated mind-by-spirit complex, doesn't mean that that death is no, no more traumatic than dying of old age. Ross said, it would be more traumatic. It is traumatic. However, the entity remains an entity. So we have to be careful. Um, you know, it's not either or. It's both and or it's much more subtle um, and there are multiple there are multiple um, causes to every outcome there are multiple purposes to every lesson or testing uh, there th this is a multivariate system there are multiple variables all changing simultaneously affected by each and every one of them uh, that are all in play in any situation as the causation of any event or any state of mind, as the outcome of any event or any state of mind, as the choices for any at any decision point, and, uh, you know, reality is infinitely complex um, if you seek to um, analyze. So we have to be very careful with that. Ross Don twenty six twenty six says, "Can you tell me the condition of the entities who were killed in Nagasaki Hiroshima at this time? What's their condition?" Ross said, "They of this trauma have not yet fully begun the healing process. They are being helped as much as is possible, 
and that is a very um, kind of soft, <laughs> soft pedal approach uh, or, or uh, explanation. They've not yet fully begun the healing process, which means they're not yet in, they're not really even in the healing process. They've not yet fully begun. So they've partially begun, but not fully begun. So what is partial beginning? That ain't much. <clears throat> I've I've uh, partially begun to leave my house. <laughs> what does it mean? I've thought that maybe I will. Uh, it's certainly <clears throat> uh, not much. And so they're being helped as much as is possible is another kindly way of saying that some of them are unreachable. So this is very serious stuff, right? And this is the result of what? Confederation intervention with Albert and Nicola? Partially, yeah. Right? So, uh, <clears throat> I just, uh, I, I will have a lot of complaints <laughs> to speak to the uh, elder brothers in the Confederation later on. So, uh, Don goes on, 26-27, when the healing process is complete, will these entities... Dot, dot, dot. or will this experience of death due to nuclear bomb cause them to be regressed in their climb towards fourth density? This is a very deep question and complex answer. You see, Ra is just giving just the first level answers to Don's questions. If Don pushes any one question, we're going to get deeper and deeper layers or levels of response or answer or understanding. But Don has many questions and Many other things to ask, not only about one question to deep to multiple levels of depth. And so the raw material doesn't explain everything about everything. But I think, as I said, it explains what it explains is uh, perfectly undistorted, actually. And, um, you know, gives us a lot to go on to continue our uh, research or our understanding. So Ross said, such action, actions as nuclear destruction. Uh, affect the entire planet. There are no differences at this level of destruction, and the planet will need to be healed. Um, similar to the fact that, you know, all the Maldak souls went into the Knot of Fear after the destruction of Maldak, you know, 600,000 years ago. The planet will need to be healed. Uh, actually, it was 500,000 years ago, Maldak was fully destroyed. There are no differences at this level of destruction. It's an, it's an event that affects every soul on Earth, even if they were not physically affected at that time. And it affects the entire biosphere, the entire planet energetic web. And the planet needs to be healed, not just the people. So it's, it has effects on the etheric levels and all, on very all invisible energetic levels of the planet too. And Don specifies and says, I was thinking specifically, if an entity was in Hiroshima or Nagasaki at that time, and he was reaching, he or she, reaching harvestability at the end of our cycle, would this death by nuclear bomb possibly create such trauma that he would not be able to, har not be, able to be harvestable at the end of the cycle? Good question. And Ross says, this is, not, this is incorrect. Once the healing has taken place, the harvest may go forth unimpeded. However, the entire planet will undergo healing for this action 
no distinction being made betwixt victim and aggressor, this due to damage done to the planet. <clears throat> this very esoteric uh, number one, the these souls uh, will surely be able to harvest the fourth density if they are capable or will surely um, experience the harvest. However, they may not be doing it at the same time as the rest of humanity, as far as I can see. The healing hasn't fully begun, meaning the healing hasn't fully, you know, is nowhere near really being completed. Once the healing has taken place, which obviously will be a little bit of time from now, when Earth may already have its fourth density cycle well underway. But then, once that healing has taken place, their harvest may go forth unimpeded, as far as I can see. Meaning, they're not going to be uh, on the same timeline as the planet, because they haven't finished the healing. However, the entire planet will undergo healing for this action. I, know, I don't exactly know what Ra means by that, but uh, it's a very significant... Uh, the healing that they'll undergo is associated with a planetary healing, which perhaps can't be done uh, completely until their healing is done completely. Uh, and no distinction between uh, victim and aggressor, it means um, that in the unified energy field of the planet, the planet's seven-dimensional energy field, in which human beings, body-mind-spirit complexes, are incarnate in the third density space-time level, all human beings will participate in some way in the healing uh, of the seven-dimensional planet field associated with the healing of these beings, too. So, I'm not exactly sure how that plays out, but it may well be um, carried forward into the fourth density cycle to come. Don asks about the mechanism of planetary healing, 2630. Ra explains, um, healing is a process of acceptance, forgiveness, and if possible, restitution. The restitution not being available in time-space, there are many among your peoples now attempting restitution while in the physical. Don asks, how do these people attempt this restitution in the physical? Ra says, they, these uh, people attempt feelings of love towards the planetary sphere and comfort and healing of the scars and imbalances of these actions. So world peace movements, uh, global peace meditation groups, uh, religions, New Age groups, individuals, um, ecology movement, um, environmental protection, save the whales, save the dolphin, save the wolf, Know, save, save, uh, save humanity. Uh, all of these movements may involve people doing metaphysical restitution by simply um, the attempt and the um, the projection of love, the attempt to, to develop feelings of love, and the projection of those feelings towards the planet, <clears throat> which involves comfort and healing of the scars. So it's a kind of metaphorical way of saying. Um, planetary healing associated with uh, meditation, 
and groups and individuals that are trying to send love to the earth as a whole. Now, Ra's explanation of what healing is, is uh, valid for us individually in the microcosm too. What is healing? Healing is a process of acceptance, forgiveness, and if possible, restitution. Now, <clears throat> these are core principles. So, Ross said, know yourself, accept yourself, become the creator. Acceptance of self, forgiveness of self, and direction of the will as the means to magical personality or the way of healing. So, knowing oneself, accepting oneself. Knowing others, heal accepting others. That then leads to forgiveness, which uh, is based on understanding, not only know, you know, which is acceptance and knowing. Know yourself, accept yourself, means understand your mind, <laughs> understand the mind, understand karma, understand your responsibility, understand your co-creation of your mind and your life and your relationships and the types of people who are in your life. The types of people who are in your life, you have brought into your life by birth, by choice, by choice during the Incarnation, or by choice before the Incarnation, which comes out as birth family. So, by choice before Incarnation, by choice after or during Incarnation, we um, determine who we'll have relationships with. And some of them may be very uh, negative folks, or very distorted, or very selfish, dot, dot, dot. So, Part of healing requires taking responsibility for those people in our life. Uh, this is a very advanced level for most folks. But that's required um, to really move to forgiveness. And so acceptance and understanding, very much fourth chakra qualities, leading to knowing and wisdom, deep understanding, deeper understanding, fifth chakra, or blended fourth and fifth chakra development, in my view, then can lead to forgiveness of self and other. I forgive uh, my mother, my father, my brother, my sister for being as they are, which may be heavily distorted. Yeah, yeah. But I also accept that I put them there in my life somehow for some for various reasons. And if you, so you see, it's not for some reason; it's for many reasons. I'm, well, it happened for some reason. No, it happened for many reasons. That's the thing. This is a multivariate um, system. Multiple variables all in play simultaneously affecting each and every one of them, uh, changing and, and morphing continually. So acceptance... Uh, leads to deeper understanding, deeper knowing, deeper wisdom, and uh, including our sense of responsibility for the co-creation of whatever it is to be healed leads to forgiveness. Then, then, that may or may not allow or lead to restitution in the physical. Restitution might mean saying, I'm sorry. It might mean um, taking someone out of your life, saying, sorry, um, I love you, but stay away from me. Or blessings to you, but uh, don't ever contact me ever again in this incarnation. So restitution is a whole other story, and um, we can talk about that later.
but uh, acceptance and understanding leading to knowing and taking a fair responsibility may well ought to lead to forgiveness of self and other and then restitution if possible or action uh, but that is the sequence of healing and you can take that to the bank and that is for sure and that is universally valid or regardless of technique even in Buddhist meditation which is not very psychological actually um, in the original it is and it isn't uh, it's not to be lost in psychology or self identifications you know my feelings and my 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 but it is surely investigation of mind elements uh, even then there too there is acceptance and understanding and knowing and uh, taking responsibility or leads to that and can lead to forgiveness and release and uh, moving beyond all that that's the sequence of healing and um, it's important that we know it well and I've learned it really from the raw material <clears throat> so um, once upon a time I had no idea uh, of the principles of healing and balance that Ra discussed even though I'd read the raw material a few times in the 80s I had no sense of what that was all about so anyway let's move on and we really need to finish this session at 2632 now we're getting into UFOs Orion and um, move towards the final discussion of sexual energy transfers so um, Moving to UFOs 2632, Don says, Then as the UFO phenomenon was made obvious to many of the population, many groups of people reported contact. Many groups of people reported telepathic communication with UFO entities, Space Brothers Movement in the 50s, i.e., and many recorded the results of what they considered telepathic communication. He wrote this beforehand and is reading it. Was the Confederation, shall we say, oriented to impressing telepathic communication on groups that became UFO or interested in UFOs? Good question, straight up. Um, the UFO phenomenon is very much uh, associated with the nuclear age, the development of nuclear weaponry and technologies in the 30s and 40s, in the 50s, coincided definitely with the new with the resurgence of UFO contacts and sightings and claims of relationship. Ra explains this is correct, although some of our members have removed themselves from the time space, from time space, using thought form projections into your space time, and have chosen from time to time, with permission of the council, to appear in your skies without landing. So, yes, the Confederation did sometimes impress telepathic communication on UFO-related groups, of course, and also some Confederation groups have basically projected themselves from time-space or, or 3D astral to uh, 3D space-time physical so that they appeared in the skies and but didn't land. That had So again, when you see a UFO, if you do, uh, there are three sources, Confederation, Orion, and Made on Earth. In general, Ross says that most of them are uh, Orion or made on Earth. And I think that's the case, and that's easily determined by an understanding of the law of free will, non-infringement, which uh, requires that only those who are, who are qualified should be shown, should be given the catalyst of this kind of um, multi-dimensional 
appearance from uh, you know life beyond uh, the material world it's considered an infringement to uh, show a miracle to people who are not seeking or ready for that that's why Ra didn't land 18,000 years ago that's why there is a law of free will uh, or the preservation of uh, the prime directive the law of free will in practice is to not give beings that which um, they're not seeking not that you can say they're not ready for but actually it's that which is determined not to be beneficial to them um, generally because they're not seeking it and so that's why in Buddhism the display of miracles or cities is very frowned upon monks have been thrown out of the Sangha for displaying magic powers thrown out on the same level as um, you know various very serious harmful forms of misconduct so it's considered a, a very serious um, non-positive action <clears throat> to appear to do a miracle or display of magic um, unless it truly serves the awakening of, of those who appear or those who see the appearance and so that's why the Confederation doesn't land on the White House lawn and said and Ra says we help them we simply would help them sleep more comfortably so this again we've talked about this before that's why they didn't do the landing and that's why most UFOs in the sky are either made on earth or they're Orion because um, there's no um, there's no control over who would see it if they just do a mass flap flybys these days and many people would be upset and raw and the confederation doesn't want to do that 2633 then are all of the landings that have occurred uh, except for the landing when Eisenhower was contacted well said in 54 are all of those landings of the Orion group or similar type groups Ross said, except for isolated instances of those of no affiliation, this is correct. So maybe the group that, um, I guess it was uh, Travis Hickson, Pascagoula, the Syrian trees, uh, the group from Third Density, positive, that picked him up and checked his war memories. Uh, maybe they are non-affiliated, but in general... Uh, except for rare cases of non-affiliation ET groups, which is interesting, right? There are planets that are not affiliate, that are positive, more or less, that are not affiliated with the Confederation. They're not negative either. But except for those rare cases of non-aligned uh, planetary groups uh, doing a flyby or something, um, most of the landings are Orion. Are all of those landings of Orion group or similar? Except for the isolated cases, it's correct. And so most of uh, the landings are Orion. So when you see a UFO, it is not a good idea to say, come take me. 2634, is it necessary in each case for the entity who's contacted in one of these landings to be calling the Orion group? Or do some of these entities come in contact with the Orion group even though they're not calling that group? Very, very deep and important question. We may not finish this session today. We'll see. Um, these are all 
can see these are these are philosophical questions actually, <clears throat> or they bear on metaphysical philosophy. The the way um, the way cre the way the octave operates, the way higher dimensional beings interact and interface with humanity. These are all principles of soul evolution. 2634 Ra explains, you must plumb the depths of fourth density negative understanding, meaning 4D negative entities view. This is difficult for you. Once having reached third density space-time continuum through your so-called windows in the quarantine, these crusaders, Orion 4D negative, may plunder as and then the whole thing is in brackets, may plunder as they will the results completely a function of the polarity of the witness or subject or victim. Hmm. Now that is not a happy thing to consider. Once Orion 4D negative is already in 3D space-time, passed through the windows in the quarantine that they perhaps discovered by their clever ways, they may plunder as they will. They may do whatever they want. But they don't do, uh, you know, they don't bomb cities, right? They don't zap cities. They don't do 10,000-person uh, pickups, abduction pickups, right, in the middle of the meadow. There are cases of mass abduction, but they're not many. So, they, from what Ra says, the Crusaders may plunder as they will. They may do whatever they want. That's interesting. We think that they're they're not allowed to. They're allowed to. However, you can see they're very limited in what they do, because they're not limited um, by the confederation or the council plucking them from the sky. They're limited by the reality of the law of free will, by the law that they must operate within whether they like it or not in which uh, by which uh, they may lose metaphysical power uh, if uh, there is a, a an unsuccessful outcome to various multiple various activities there are many 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 things you can imagine they might do right zap the city or uh, you know abduct a stadium full of, of people but they don't. Why? Not because the council stops them or the confederation stops them, but because they stop themselves. Why? Because they know that if they did that, they would suffer major depolarization uh, if they didn't reassert the free will of the humanity thereby affected. Very, very subtle thing. They stop themselves by... Um, their need to continue progressing on the negative path. They think that they're the boss, but actually the laws by which they progress are boss to them, are superior to them, are sovereign to them. They are subaltern. They are in a lower level. Like the Archons to the Demiurge, the Orion group <clears throat> is subordinate to the laws of the Logos. It's the laws of the Logos that they must follow for them to continue on their uh, wicked ways. So, <clears throat> they may plunder as they will, however, um, they're very limited by their need to progress, which is the law of free will, or, or their need to um, 
be in conformity with non-infringement or not depol depolarized by, by infringement. Anyway, Ra explains, this is due, meaning <clears throat> their, their activity, is due to the sincere belief of 4D negative that to love self is to love all. Mm. Each other self, which is thus taught or enslaved, thus has a teacher who teaches love of self. Exposed to this teaching, it is intended that there be brought to fruition a harvest of 4D negative or self-serving mind-body-spirit complexes. <coughs> now, this also <laughs> is, is just the first-level teaching. Um, you can say that they view their view is to love self, is to love all, but we know that fourth density negative requires a very significant blockage of heart chakra. So you can't say that they love anybody. You know, the, the top negative Illuminati fellows on earth, they don't love anyone. They don't love self. That's not love. It's a grandi it's grandiosity. It's arrogance. It's pride. It's conceit. Conceit is not love. You know, so <clears throat> their view really is, uh, you know, you can distill it to Ra's level and say, well, you can call it loving self equals loving all, meaning I am everything, and so I do everything for me means I do everything for all, sort of. But really, their view is that, you know, do what thou wilt is the whole of the law, as Crowley said. That's really their view, that <clears throat> uh, humans should do whatever they want, religion is bunk, God is bunk, you can do anything you want, and what you really should do is be the king, the kingpin of all. And then they all want to be the kingpin of all. And that, Ra's calling love of self, but it's not really love of self, it's just conceit and arrogance and pride and a sense of the supreme importance of the separated self <laughs> associated with their personality and their little body and their mind. This is saying, you know, the wave is the ocean, like that. Now, they are, the way they teach others is to enslave them. Each other and other self, which is thus, which is thus, thus, thus meaning, um, uh, the way of their manifesting the idea that loving self is loving all, the way they manifest that is their teaching, which is an enslavement. And so they're teaching love of self, which is really um, the supremacy of um, self-desires, self-oriented desire. Do whatever you want. Self-serving will. That, that's what they call love of, that's what Ra calls love of self. The, the primacy, the supremacy of self-serving will. The will to serve self. That's not love of self. <laughs> that's not love. But Ra's trying to put it into a fourth dimensional perspective. Or using the word love is associated with fourth density. Meanwhile, they're blocking heart chakra. So you can see how this gets confusing. And... Um, wonder what that's all about. Uh, so the teacher is teaching love of self. It's not love of self. It's not really love. It's, it's the supremacy of self-serving will or selfishness or desire. <clears throat> Exposed to this teaching by enslavement, 
it's intended that there be brought to fruition a harvest of 40 negative or self-serving myobisphere complexes. So the intention is to uh, fill out their ranks. Uh, Don doesn't actually pick up on that because they need to cough Carla. She's still not so well. Um, it looks like we're not going to get through this session fully today. Sorry. Uh, this stuff is all very heavy, and um, <clears throat> uh, unfortunately, we can't go. I can't go faster. So Don doesn't pick up on the subtlety or complexity of this whole issue of um, what 4D view is, and um, how we, you know, why it's being called love of self when it's not associated with love at all, but enslavement. But sure, Orion does intend to increase their harvest of negatives, but I also think <clears throat> Orion is very uh, pleased to be destroying mind-body-spirit complexes by nuclear detonation, and very pleased to be keeping lots of 3D souls from graduating to 3D to 4D harvest, or positive, and keeping them repeating third density. So all of this is very complex, and this is just the surface first level discussion. 2636, Don goes on, then I am assuming all of the UFO groups who were getting telepathic contact from the Confederation were, shall we say, high-priority targets for the Orion Crusaders. And I would assume that a large percentage of them were, shall we say, or had their information polluted then. So we're talking about <clears throat> UFO groups, Confederation contact, them being high-priority targets for Orion, and then that their information was polluted or distorted by Orion. Can you tell me, because Don is thinking about, you know, groups that he knows of, and teachers or leaders, and bodies of information that he knows of, of the 50s and 60s, 70s, Space Brothers contacts with channeled information. And he's wondering to what extent is this going to be polluted and should I not trust that material? And so he says, can you tell me, do you have any idea, what percentage of these groups were heavily polluted by Orion information, and if any of them were able to remain totally or purely a Confederation channel? <clears throat> now, of course, Ra's not going to give numbers or talk about this one or that, this contact group or that contact group and this information, that one. But um, we can get a sense of what's going on here. Uh, if you are a channel for the Confederation, you may well be a target, obviously. Ra explains and says, to give you this information would be to infringe upon the free will or confusion of some living. Right? So free will includes the free will to remain confused and have the opportunity to pull yourself out of confusion. Free will, in many ways, is the freedom to move out of distortion. That's what free will is all about. It's the free will to become undistorted or to move to knowing uh, from confusion. We can, Ra goes on, we can only ask each group <clears throat> to consider the relative effect of philosophy and your so-called specific information. It is not the specificity of the information which attracts negative influences. It is the importance placed upon it. In many, many, many contacts channeling today, you'll see a um, 
importance and a in a unstated or covert or assumed or implicit uh, importance placed upon specific information like details of the extraterrestrial lifestyle or details of uh, hyper complex multi-dimensional physics using all sorts of new vocabulary many contacts like that or all sorts of specific information uh, that seems to be what the contact's all about. That attracts negative influences or is the result of negative influence <laughs> or uh, leads the group to be ineffective in truly supporting love light or helping people grow themselves spiritually in love and wisdom. That's goes, Ra goes on. This is why we reiterate, we iterate, <clears throat> we iterate, we iterate quite often when asked for specific information that it pales to insignificance, just as the grass withers and dies, while the love and light of the one infinite creator redounds to the very infinite realms of creation forever and ever, creating and creating itself in perpetuity. Very poetic. They're still naive. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <clears throat> You're nice poets, but you don't work with humans so well. Uh, it pales to insignificance. It's not important, specific information. Just like we're talking about, you know, the principles of healing and balance here. The presentation of the heal the principles of healing and balance are really, really more important than Ra's uh, explanation of, of secret Orion activities. People are interested in those things. When was the pyramid built? How was the pyramid built? What about the rooms in the pyramid? How big are they? Who developed that? What time and, you know, what place? That stuff is very not important, um, but what helps us uh, open heart and develop the love of wisdom, the love of seeking wisdom, the love of the love of loving truth, the the, the desire to love truth, the, the appreciation for loving truth, the appreciation for loving virtue, these are really important, much more than specific information. And so it's the love and light of the one infinite creator, or the totality of infinite love light in the creation, um, which is really important for us to um, to consider, to, to realize um, as the central focus for, for contemplation, you know, the sun, the sky, nature, the phase of growth and change, um, the love and light that supports all that. Why then, Ragozan, why then be concerned with the grass that blooms, withers, and dies in its season? Only to grow, only to grow once again, due to the infinite love and light of the One Creator. This is the message we bring. Each entity is only superficially that which blooms and dies. In the deeper sense, there is no end to beingness. And and that's really central, essential level teaching. Each entity is only superficially that which blooms and dies. Um, all the body level and the mind level even, the personality and the body is only the superficial form, appearance of our of essence. The essence never dies. The form continues to change. The form appears, persists, and passes away. Personality appears, persists, and passes away. But the uh, the essence or that which observes that 
or that which causes that appearance is um, beyond time, beyond change. And they're in the deeper sense, in that deeper reality, which is here in front of us. You know, it's the essence of the form. In this deeper sense or this deeper reality here, now, there is no end to beingness. So, um, <clears throat> I think let's just leave session 26 here. Uh, because the next question, 2638, is an advanced question. Well, it says this is properly a more advanced question because it's really um, a discussion of uh, chakra energy transfers and specifically in terms of sexual energy transfer. And I have a lot to say about that. So um, let's um, focus on that next time. Let's end raw session 26 here at uh, 2637. Next time we'll pick up at 2638. We'll then finally I'll do some summary recap of human history uh, from my um, PDF, which is actually titled Raw ET Quiz Cosmic History, Cosmic Plan and History, and um, <clears throat> do some kind of a recap over the last 700,000 years about that. And um, get into the advanced material about energy transfers, chakra conditions, uh, and sexual energy transfer, uh, and uh, deeper paths, uh, uh, understanding the seven rays and um, those, you know, that that um, the rainbow of our man, the rainbow body of our manifestation. So. Uh, We'll do that next time, and that'll be the third portion of session 26. So thank you very much. Sorry, this is very wordy. This is very uh, deep, and there's much to say. Uh, we'll carry on next time. Take good care of yourselves, and uh, see you soon. Okay, good night.